0: Entrepreneur is a long freaking journey. So in the beginning, it's going to be super hard. But like after a couple years of doing it, you build your credibility and you have that that steam.
1: Imagine living your normal day and getting your car fueled up on demand. Seriously, check out L.A. startup Refill Fuel and enter code Tech for $10 off. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech Podcast. It is an amazing Monday. Probably not Monday for you, but it is Monday for us. And we are back in the Santa Monica Sound Studio. And I am with an amazing LA startup called Sage. They basically make the experience and in interacting with any website so much easier. And I'll let Tom, one of the co-founders, get into it. And in what I mean, he works out of coffee shops all over Los Angeles, so he can get into a little bit about the coffee shop culture of co-working in L.A. as well. Welcome, Tom. Thank you so much. So tell us about tell us about you and tell us about Sage. Go ahead and formally introduce yourself.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, SP. sure. Yeah, so uh, I moved here seven months ago. Wait, I mean, your first
1: and last name. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, sorry <laughs> about that. So uh, Tom Lev.
1: Tell us about Sage.
0: Absolutely. So super excited about this. Um, so everybody knows like AI. Everybody hears right. the, the, the buzzword yeah. AI. Yeah. You know, they hear it in LinkedIn. They see it on Facebook, yeah. maybe on the news. If you watch TV. Right. If you're, you know. If you're some, if you're not a millennial or something, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, what's a TV? Uh, yeah, right. So, um, everybody kind of knows about AI uh, and hears about it, and like, you know, there's a lot of fear around it, right. and I think a lot of people like want to act like they know what it is, right. and um, but not not that many people actually are like actively working on it, right? Um, and I, I think the the you know, there's a lot of kind of uh, misconceptions. A And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of noise around the topic. And um, I uh, personally saw an opportunity. I was really, really inspired. Um, There was, there was an opportunity, um, you know, I love the the whole idea of essentially like um, automating like menial work. Right. So I, I think, you know, and everybody's like, you know, very scared about like the whole job loss thing. And I will get to that in a bit of how we at Sage handle that. Right. Um, but we're really, really inspired about um, removing kind of all like the the lower order work. Right. That like is kind of like keeping people um, occupied, but not necessarily inspiring them. Right. And we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, use machines. I think that's what machines were yeah. really made for, essentially. Yeah. You know, we started off with like the touring, you know, uh, test and we started off with just like you know very simple uh, mathematical operations yeah but like today we can actually like really do a lot of like real work that um that humans are spending their time doing right and so we're basically tackling this uh in the customer service space and so um i'll i'll will let's let's dive into like how we do that yeah. so basically um right now There's so many organizations that have live chat on their website. right? You know, there's literally like Zendesk, for example, alone has like 200,000 deployments. I think altogether there's maybe about um, a million deployments across the web that use live chat. Right. All your favorite e-commerce websites have live chat. Right. It's the future of customer service. So basically, and customer service, I think, is the number six, I believe, uh, most common job in uh, this country. So there's a lot of people that do work in in this field. Right. Um, so it's definitely a great place to start, you know, in AI. Um, and yeah, so the way our product works particularly is um, right now the way uh, customer service works is you have a customer right. uh, who has a question and then it goes directly to the agent. Um, what our software does is it adds a layer in between right. of, and it basically... Um, we call like a first responder layer and right. that's a chatbot. And the chatbot is especially essentially if you don't know what a chatbot is, it's basically just like a automated conversational agent and you're able to ask it questions. Um as a first responder instead of basically going directly to the live person, um and you know when you go directly to the live person there's a lot of disadvantages like sometimes you have to wait in line for a long time. Yeah. And the use case particularly that we're looking to solve is like the menial use case of like the very repetitive, monotonous questions. So for example, you know, if someone's asking like, what are the store hours? That's going to be the same answer every single time. right? And if um, you're basically waiting in line, uh, you know, and, and that's muddled between like, you know, very customer, very specific questions like, uh, you know, for example, um, you know, something like, you know, can you track my order or, you know, something.
1: So, so I buy something from Home Home Depot. I go to Home Depot.com. Yes. And they're using Sage yep. on Home Depot.com. Yep. What's my customer experience?
0: Yeah. So basically you're going to send your question. You're going to say. And it's
1: going to look like a live chat.
0: Yeah. It's going to, you're going to go to the website. It's going to be a live chat on the bottom right. You click on the, 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 the little live chat. You ask your question. And then basically what Sage, Sage does is it will look up in its little brain if it has the answer, it will return it to you instantaneously.
1: Like, what's the question? Like, yeah,
0: it could be like, "Do you hey, guys? Carry- what time do
1: you? What time are you closed? Yeah. Or uh, do you guys carry a certain product item? Exactly. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of
0: those questions, right?
1: And then, how do you program the answers on the back end?
0: Yeah. So that's the secret, like the secret sauce and like the magic behind it. Yeah. It learns on its own based on. So basically, if it doesn't know the answer, it will transfer you to a live agent immediately. So basically, it will do its best to look it up yeah. in its brain. If it has the answer, it will basically respond. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't have the answer, it will pull in the live agent. The live agent will answer the question, which is like the typical flow. Right. And then uh, the secret sauce is that the um, the bot is watching those conversations yeah. and learning on its own. Um, and so you actually, it's the only product in the market that's completely unsupervised. Yeah. Um, meaning, there's nobody that actually has to manage the software. Nobody has to update it or anything like that. It just literally just watches and learns.
1: And uh, on the back end, when I'm on the automated chat bot and then it transfers to a live person, uh, if I'm the live agent that it's transferring to, am I on Skype? Uh, Am I on my phone? Like, How am I... How am I there and how am I there fast? Is it something yeah. that's a- applicable to a startup company or is it more like a large level like Home Depot where they have a staff in place sitting by? Like yeah. What's that look like?
0: Yeah, so we actually cater, t- cater to the what we call the mass market, which is like everybody and anybody. Basically, we uh, we aren't trying to replace like any of the live chat platforms we're actually looking to come in very, very friendly yeah. and partner with them. Right. So basically, um, they already have, like I said, about a mini- million installs all yeah. over the web. Anything from like Shopify stores. Yeah. Um, so if you just have like a, your one-man team and you have yeah. a Shopify store and you want to add some customer service, great. All the way up to like, you know, startups that use like Intercom. Yeah. Um, all the way up to huge organizations such as Udemy that have, you know, Zendesk. Um, right. Or anything in between. Cool. So, yeah. Well, super cool. And when did you create Sage? Um, so I got back from a trip abroad. So I took like a year off between startups. Uh, I founded a different startup uh, a couple of, prior to this uh, and then I took a year off. I lived in a bunch of different countries, um, Bali, Thailand, Israel, Colombia, amazing. all amazing amazing places. Everybody should go visit. We
1: totally have to touch base on that. I'm sure all you guys want to know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. You should all go. It was like an inspiration trip. I basically went out, uh, took some time off, much needed time off where I was like just hustling bustling for a very long time. Took time off, like kicked coconuts on the beach type of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, upon my arrival back to New York, it was actually crazy. Like after being abroad for so long I remember yeah. getting back to New York and like looking up and like, I was like in shock by like the buildings. Like I've never uh-huh. been there before. I was like, I felt like a tourist. Really? It was yeah. your first time in New York? No, no, it oh. wasn't. It wasn't. It, it, it was wasn't. simulated yeah, like it was, like, it, it was it, the it first, first time. It felt yeah. way because I was on the island for such a long time. Yeah. And then uh, I had a couple of coffee meetings with my buddies from New York. Yeah. Um, you know, shout out to Rod from Law Trade. same guy. Uh-huh. He was one of the guys that helped out. And uh, also Harry from Drink Easy. Um, great, both amazing services, both great entrepreneurs. Um and you know had coffee meetings with these two lovely gentlemen yeah. and decided to work with them on chatbots and then one thing led to another and I was like the well, chatbots are definitely like a thing and right now they're actually like very much taking off in like the marketing realm um, they really are yeah, yeah it's like the new new yeah well Facebook is you know Facebook has a lot of uh, influence so you know they're pushing it and, and yeah. Um, yeah I mean it it's great I mean it, it definitely works that you can bring down your cost per click
1: what's the difference between using a builder mm-hmm. for a chatbot versus custom building it as I imagine you did yourself for Sage. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't really understand, and I'm not
0: totally. a
1: real developer. So, yeah, so it's yeah. it's the
0: same analogy you saying like, you know what's the difference between going and building a wordpress website versus uh, the custom customization the customability that you would need if you wanted to deploy a uh, facebook.com yeah. you know you need yeah. that kind of level of customization mm, when it. Yeah. you know wordpress actually is a very robust framework and it yeah. can, allows you to kind of build a lot of different types of websites at yeah. this point because it's so mature and like the, the the community is so mature there's so much yeah. plugins there's so much development so yeah. you really can do a lot yeah. but you know these chatbot platforms are still very much in their infancy so you can only build very much kind of like simple chatbots.
1: So when did you create Sage?
0: Yeah, so I created it. uh, It's been, um, so Sage had its evolution. There's two different kind of Sage entities. There's Sage Labs, which happened as soon as I got back. It was kind of a consultancy. It was a way for me to learn the industry, learn about chatbots, yeah. Um, I, by the way, entrepreneur tip start off with, if you're ever, you know, thinking about going down the entrepreneurial route, which I'm sure a lot of you do, yeah. um, you know, consulting is a beautiful way of bootstrapping your company before you getting going on getting investors and, you know, Val, you know, it's really a great way of like learning about the, uh, industry and the space that you're trying to get into while, you know, making money. And yeah, I just find like that's the best path for, you know, like, uh, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs.
1: I mean, but to that point, how do you find the clients to consult when you're just starting out?
0: Yeah. I mean, I would, uh, for me, it was in this particular venture, it happened through like my existing network. Like, I, I had a couple of projects that did well. Uh, I had people use those products. So I had like credibility already right. with them. Um, that is easy. <laughs> it's much harder to start from it's nothing. Um, I believe that, like, for any entrepreneur, though, um, well, there's, there's two things I'd say. I mean, Entrepreneur is a long freaking journey. So, yeah. uh, you know, you, in the beginning, it's going to be super hard. But like after a couple of years of doing it, like you have you build your credibility and you have that that steam. And for those who are just starting out, I'd say, um, yeah, I think the best way of uh, is just like getting your skills way up, like just work on your freaking skills. And then once you have the skills, then just go to market with those skills and like, you know, start building for, stuff for people whether it's like social media campaigns yeah. or whether it's you know whatever your thing is you know if it's software development but like make sure you're like real good with the skills because yeah. it's competitive market. marketing there's a lot of entrepreneurs skills are going to differentiate you
1: I like the show to be super actionable so because you brought up consulting and I only wanted to touch base on this for a second because there's mm-hmm. so many topics that we yeah. need to cover um but, uh, how would you say someone, because that's a real thing when you're building a startup company, funding your company while you're building it, bootstrapping. So I think mm. it's a great idea. So if, say, we're really talented in a certain area. Mm. How do we um, parlay that into being a temp consultant? Like yeah. what, what does that look like? How much do you charge? Mm. and what do you what does it look like? How, what do you present to your clients yeah. and what are the deliverables in general?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of variability there. I'd say you know you' char- well, you're charging based on how good you are. Um, and I said, you know, my, my biggest tip for all of this is before you jump into the entrepreneurial journey, Go work for somebody for a little bit and build your skills because that's the working for somebody. You should like look at it like they're paying you to learn. It's you that's how you should look at it. So, and like when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, go work for somebody. I that's my recommendation. That helped me so much because knowledge is power. Yeah, once you have that knowledge, once you have those skills, you can travel the world and come back and start a company. Like, you always have those skills. So, I mean, and also the skills are also like your um. Your uh, your safe like your safety too. Like, but let's get to yeah, t- yeah, topic. Sure, sure, sure. Because yeah. I want to
1: be super actionable, yeah. not a generalist. Sure, consulting, consulting. So, what was the question? Ha- how much? How much do we charge? We're <laughs> gonna keep, become a consultant right now. Kay. how much do we charge? What's it look like to present? Like, what's the time frame okay, and what okay. are the deliverables?
0: Right, um, consulting. I'd say, uh, charge. Uh, I, again, I think it depends, but I would charge. Um, like okay, so for example, with the chatbots, yeah. I charged. Um, in the beginning, the demand was low, so yeah. you know, because there weren't there were only like the innovators, yeah, you know, the the yeah. whole, uh innovators curves, right? So there were only the innovators, so the demand in the market was very low. If okay. I did it now, I could charge so much more because okay. there's so much more demand. Yeah. So you know, be realistic. I'll I'll get to the other ones. I know. Okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm dying over here. Okay. was one, two, um. Uh, how do you market yourself? Is that what you yes. asked? Well, how much did you char- how much did you charge? Oh, I charged in the beginning for a chatbot, I think it was like like very cheap, like uh, so I think it was between like 3 and 5 grand. Uh,
1: for the full project. For each project. So you do via project not via hour, not per hour. For chatbots. Okay. Cool. So it just gives people a general idea. At what time did you apply to that? Like how long were projects?
0: Yeah. Um, in my particular case, I did two projects. In the span of, I believe, two months. Uh, However, I, and this is part of like the leverage of what happens when you're a consultant. Right. I built the actual platform that now powers Sage, the product, uh, in that time period. So they actually sponsored the Sage platform. Got it. But I also delivered them the product. Right. So I kind of like parlayed that into that. Got it.
1: Which is a whole other, you know, more in-depth conversation, which we won't have right now. But it's cool. So now you guys know, if you want to be a consultant, really, I wanted to create a positioning where... We do this on the Women in Tech podcast. Mm. The whole concept of the Women in Tech podcast is if she could do it, so can I. So I mm. really just wanted oh, totally. to be as specific as possible because everybody listening right now can be like, oh, if Tom can do it, so can I. Totally. It's, it's not about how Tom did it. It's that he did it and you see that it's possible. Yeah. And now you could just like take action and create it however totally. is right for you. Okay. Now I just kind of want to skip back for a second and then we're going to skip forward into the up and down and left and right. So- Skipping back, you said you traveled a lot and you had previous startups. Where what were your previous tech companies? Yeah. Did you have an exit? Tom's making fun of me right now. Did you? <laughs> he's like laughing his ass off. At me. Did you have an exit? Like what? How? What was the flow of your past? Yeah. yeah
0: so I sold both. Um, they weren't like these huge kind of uh, uh, you know newspaper exits or anything. Yeah, like just that. a
1: million dollars. You guys. <laughs> I wish. <laughs>
0: um, no, I had uh, two companies. Um, they were amazing. Oper- uh, like like. Journeys on both of them. One of them was called Flutter. It was a social media acquisition tool, and social media um, was like re- just taking off. Uh, it was a growth hacking tool. Essentially, it allowed you to like build your Twitter following by following and yeah. unfollowing people. Yeah, it was like one of those. Yeah. Some people
1: hate you. Okay, yeah. well,
0: uh, yeah. Or now, love now you back to then, Vinning. but back then it was so novel that people loved getting followed. So it was actually a lot of people love this. Um, <laughs> but now it's like it's spammy shit, and get uh, stay away from that. <laughs> um <laughs> that's why I public like, service and that's why I'm not no longer in social media. Um, so that was a uh, uh, flutter and then we moved into Zeke, which was a managed service. That was actually way more successful as far as revenue do. Uh, Zeke, it was a managed uh, growth fo- uh, follower growth service. Oh, oh God so we, we built your your Instagram and your Twitter following. Mm-hmm. That was actually way more successful um, just because of like, and I, I learned a lot about like, like markets. Um, you know, we were catering the startup. The The Flutter was catered to like startups. Startups don't have a lot of budget. Um, and then we realized that followers, we could sell to like agencies. Agencies yeah, yeah. has huge budgets. Huge budget budgets. Yeah. And so um, we were able to make a lot of money really quickly with that model. Um, and yeah, those are the two companies. I actually ended up selling both. And then travel. congrats. Yeah.
1: And how did you find your buyers? Did they approach you or did you find them?
0: Um, I think when you build something cool, people want it. So yeah.
1: Oh my God. It's. Yeah. Well, I, so, you. Like, no, no, no. it's not that easy. Like everybody so, listening right now is like, well, you know, we, we're living a hard journey. You know it. So it, yeah. it is
0: tough. But I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, is like once you're like grinding and stuff and you're, the grinding is such a—it's
1: I know so startup yeah. I, yeah, yeah
0: so like once I mean for example like the second company I sold to one of the customers right he was just like I I I basically that's know, super
1: he, real yeah I love that yeah, okay he, cool. he wanted
0: it I sold it to okay. him um shout out Jack you know man <laughs> um and then uh the first one uh there was like a co-founder breakup there and we were just like let's just get the fuck let's just get rid of this thing yeah um and you know, we, we had a bunch of people interested because it was a cool product. So we were just like, you know, we ended up talking to a bunch and then one of them ended up closing it.
1: And then how did you close the deal? Did you use an attorney to help you facilitate like having a proper exit?
0: No, no. It was honestly on the on a smaller scale, so it didn't really okay. need an attorney. All right, cool. It, was, it, it wasn't that big of a right. transaction. Yeah. So that's,
1: that's, like, if people want to connect further or say hello or find out, and you guys were not wrapping up yet because I want to jump back to Sage, but just on that topic, since I am sure a lot of people have questions, where can people tweet at you or Instagram? What's yeah. your social media of choice?
0: Yeah, Um. probably best to connect with me uh, regarding this kind of stuff. Um,
1: or email, whatever is... Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I would say uh, Facebook, me, Tom Lev, you could tweet at me, uh, Tlev90 on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, you can find me, Tom Lev, LinkedIn, Tom Lev.
1: Cool. Um, okay. Jumping back to Sage, you hmm. have a co-founder. Yes. How
0: did you meet your co-founder? Oh, uh, He's a gem. Uh, his name is Alex Kruger. He is, um, I got introduced to him by, um, you know, just when you're kind of in the startup. You know, you start, yeah. your startup up you just kind of network with people and, right. um, people introduce you. And especially there's like these super connector guys, like, yeah. you know, there's a couple of them that I know that are just like lovely. They love connecting people. Yeah. Um, one of them is called, his name is Paul Foley. Yeah. He's like w- probably the most uh, impressive super connector i ever met. Um, he connected me with, uh, Alex. We had a coffee meeting, yeah. uh, in New York. Um, and we just hit it off and this was right when like Zeke was taking off. Uh, that's my second company. Yeah. And, um, then like as soon as Zeke took off, I like actually like, like left and, and traveled. So basically I was just like, bye America. And I was like, bye yeah. Alex, bye everybody. Yeah. And then when I got back, uh, moved to New York, you know, did that thing. And then I, when I moved to LA, I, uh, sent some messages out to people who were like LA based. Yeah. And one of them was Alex Kruger, my yeah. current co-founder. Yeah. And I essentially, you know, he, you know, I, I put out some feelers. He came back with um, an apartment that mm-hmm. I'm currently living in right now, yeah. which is absolutely incredible in Marine Del Rey, right on the beach. And I just like, because he hooked me up with that apartment, um, I just like, I needed to take him out for our coffee. Yeah. I was like, dude, I got to like give you a hug. Yeah, yeah. And, and so we got coffee and he was moving, you know, he was transitioning himself. Yeah. I was looking for a co-founder. We were like, dude, we, serendipitous. Yeah, we yeah, it was extremely serendipitous. Um, and I just, it just kind of fell into place and it's amazing. It's really amazing. He's incredible.
1: I love it. And it, I mean, there's just so many curious topics that I want to cover and we don't have much time left, but the two things I want, I want to touch base on your travels, mm-hmm. I want to touch base of the status of Sage right now. Sure. And about L.A. versus San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's just mm-hmm. let's just kind of like wrap up the travels, though. So you said you traveled to all these amazing places. Yeah. You didn't have to run a company while you were traveling. Did you stay connected to the startup um, ecosystems yeah. and all the places that you traveled?
0: It's a fantastic question. Um, so I did, I was running my company. I actually, my, my uh, excuse that I told all my friends and family was that I was um, gonna do currency arbitrage with Zeke, meaning I w- it was just like a fancy thing that I just came up with to yeah. confuse them, but really. Uh, I would, it really was like, I, I, th- I thought at the time that I was going to Bali to take advantage of like cheaper rent and, right. so, and so I can still yeah. do my yoga totally. and get cheaper rent and live in paradise and still work on my company. Now there's a, it turns out that there's this whole network called like the digital nomad network yeah. that I tapped into. My friend
1: Peter owns nomad list. You probably yeah. know it. Yeah. You know Peter? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So he's, he's like a famous nomad yeah. uh, in that community. And so this this nomad movement was like it was like life changing. It's basically like all these like very entrepreneurial type people that are traveling. Um and it was like the perfect community for me to assimilate and integrate with. They were amazing. As soon as I met them, it was just like beautiful connections right yeah. away. Um and everybody was really like uh, all about like uh deep like work and all like the personal development stuff yeah. and like um they were all about like really like high achievers and really people that were like really interested in like doing good in the world yeah. and I just like um, and just beautiful people, honestly, yeah. especially in Bali. Um, and I just, I, f- I feel like I fell in like the most perfect like flow ever. Yeah. And um, so, yes, to answer your question, I did connect with, I mean, I did, uh, I'm a, I feel like at the core, I'm an entrepreneur, startup yeah. guy. So, like, you know, that was just perfect. That yeah. I was able to continue doing that while I was traveling yeah. I was at a lower capacity while. Uh, enjoying these beautiful countries
1: did you have do you have any singular travel hack or tip that you could give all of us Los Angeles tech people
0: so I don't know if I'd be the best person to ask like for like uh you know like to like uh, you know because save- he
1: was so zenned out he doesn't even remember his trip <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: I guess my my uh, my biggest tip for traveling I think as a millennial yeah is to not is to only book one-way tickets
1: you know that's true yes
0: that would be my biggest tip.
1: i agree yeah. i totally unless you get like an uber amazing discount on a round trip
0: yeah like i feel like that's it's just this is your time i mean especially yeah. in your 20s you know you're not gonna get it you know you're gonna have kids when you're 30 whatever and yeah. um you know it, it just really is just so different when oh, you mean
1: one way like not knowing when you're coming back yeah oh yeah i meant one way because sometimes one way is a better discount. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I meant I meant just for the pure thrill of it. Yeah. It, it is such a thrill.
1: I agree. So I went on two backpacking trips. The first one I went for a week and I ended up being gone for four months without a computer or phone. And the second one I went for one month and I was gone for five months without a phone. <sighs>
0: oh, my God.
1: I just got back in March. That's amazing. Like a few months ago, at the end of March. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm totally pro, you, yeah. like... Uh, backpacking and exploring the world and connecting with the startup ecosystems all over.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest thing I'd say, um, just want to add like the perspective that you gain you're not going to find in any library or any school.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And so let's talk about uh, two more things. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, coffee co-working. Yeah. Any suggestions? Uh, in LA specifically? I'm
0: kind of over coffee co-working. I've been doing it for a while. Um. Because, I mean, it's it's fun because it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's a journey. Yeah. Here in L.A., uh, I'd say, I mean, to to be frank, I mostly work from home. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, recently, me and my, my the, I just came from a coffee shop. Yeah. I mean, my, uh, my. Which coffee shop? Uh, Metropolis. Where's I, that? It's, or Metropolis. Or Metropolis? Like that. Yeah. Does that, do you know that one? I, I, it sounds
1: familiar vaguely. It's super
0: cool. It's actually like a church. So it's got this. Like oh,
1: the one on converted. Arizona. Yes. And yeah, that one is really cool. That one's awesome. It's you guys, it's where the old rock used to be on Arizona. And I think it's like fourth street, maybe fifth street. Yeah.
0: Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's really nice. Really cool. A lot of nice people. Seems like very good. I've only yeah. been working there for a couple of weeks, but it seems yeah, that's great. so
1: you like go in and they don't give you a hard time. You just get your one coffee and just sit there all day long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually extremely lax. I actually bring my own, uh, mate. They don't, I don't even buy anything. It's, it's like, oh my God, poor
1: metropolis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're one of those. <laughs> you're like, look, I'm a startup founder on yeah. a lean budget. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, Sage, where is Sage right now? And where do you want to take Sage? Where do you yeah. envision it going?
0: Totally. Uh, Sage is, we're in beta. Um, so if you have an, um, e-commerce website, love to work with you. Are
1: you on Betalist?
0: Uh, no, should I? What? Okay, cool. Dude, That's another. betalist.com.
1: Great. Shout out to me beta. No, Betalist is amazing. I, uh, my old company, Save Business Time, uh-huh. I put it on Betalist when it was in beta and I got amazing. like 700 signups right away. What?
0: Yeah. Oh my God. That's okay. That sounds like an amazing channel. Yeah. Um, thank you. But you can only be on
1: it when you're in beta. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my
0: God, this is amazing. I can't <laughs> wait to tell Alex he's going to freak out. Um, so yeah, so we, uh, we're we in beta right now. Uh, I think we have about uh, six in beta at the moment. We're looking to do 20 by the end of the week um, ambitious goals.
1: Six companies in beta?
0: Six companies in beta. Okay. Um, and then we're going to try to accelerate through beta, essentially collect a lot of feedback in the next two to three weeks, uh, month at most. Um, and then it's really exciting. We're basically, uh, some of them are going to convert to customers and we're going to get into like straight up customer acquisition once we have like what we call logos yeah. on the website. That's like the way that we're internally calling it. Totally. And then um, once we get the logos on the website, we get customers um, we're going to raise like a series a or Amazing. a seed round. Congrats. Um, and then yeah, that's why I'm moving to SF to build and up their old And so, yes. So one of
1: the things Tom and I talked about, so we are LA like tech is actually going to start using sage. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the things Tom and I were talking about is why is he fucking going to San Francisco? <laughs> oh, sorry. Can I not curse? My bad. Um, Someone's so, angry. so, um, yeah, but it, uh, share with us like why yeah. the decision to move to San Francisco and what are the benefits of Los Angeles yeah. versus San Francisco? Yeah, um, because there are a lot of benefits totally. here. Um, so totally. what's your authentic? Don't don't BS at all. Just yeah. what, are your authentic, straightforward point of view? Yeah,
0: I wouldn't do it any other way. Okay. Um, so I would say just the um two things. I say energy. So if you're looking to build something fast, you want a high energy place. Um, I I think that's very important for me, at least for me, for my body personally. I like when the energy is freaking high. Right. Um, So energy, very important. Density, extremely important. You go to the coffee shop, it's not half film, half tech. It's like 100% tech. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything, yeah, anything but tech, honestly. And, you know, for example, I went to SF for like one weekend. I sit down at the coffee shop on the left hand side of me. There were VCs talking on the right hand side or a bunch of like engineers talking AI. And I was just like, this is a sign. Yeah. And then like, I went up to the VC afterwards, like, Hey, I just want to introduce myself. And he was like, Oh yeah, we're having an event tonight. Um, you should come. And I was like, great. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, that um, alone I think is, yeah. the, is the motivating driver. I do want to give LA credit. I think that there is an amazing um, like tech scene here. Um, and it's definitely growing very, very quickly. Um, it's, it's a very, it's a much smaller community. But I mean, it's filled with a lot of beautiful people and to be, um, you know, in, in my particular journey, it was amazing. Like I met like Alex from GetNug, Alex Milligan, shout out, brother, you're the man uh, for helping out. He, he like helped me in the beginning. He was basically like the first like alpha. And is he
1: an LA entrepreneur then? Yeah. yeah oh, tell us more about it because oh. one of the questions I have for you is what LA tech company. So
0: this is the one. Yeah. Okay. I would say, uh, so Nug, um, they are a marijuana delivery service, basically Grubhub yeah. for marijuana um and is this
1: nu? I i don't smoke is it n-u-g
0: uh so the the website's going to be getnug.com so uh, g-e-t-n-u-g-g.com okay, got it and the i mean to be honest the service is awesome like i got a wreck um which is like uh you know if you guys aren't familiar with the marijuana and like the legal industry here um a rec is basically like the um the form that you need to, it's like basically your license. Yeah. Um, so I got, so I got a rec like outside of Nug and it cost me like way more. It was a lot. It was like, I think it was like a hundred, it was like 150 bucks and it was only good for like a month or two. Right. I did it with Nug. It was like 30 bucks and it's good for a year. And it was delivered to my door. It was done yeah. online instantly. Um, and then I can then order delivery online using that um, certificate or that rec. Right. And it's very easy. Um, and I, those guys are awesome. That's awesome. Where in
1: LA are they based?
0: They were out of um, ROC. Yeah,
1: the which, old ROC. The ROC. Yeah. So they closed the controversy. Down.
0: I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't know yeah. what the gossip around that is. But um, like, I, I, I think that they're actually in Europe right now. They, the team is like they're doing kind of what I did, which is yeah. like you know kind yeah. of doing the digital nomad thing, right. Um, but they'll be back, and they're amazing, cool. and definitely support awesome. Them. Yep.
1: Awesome. If you had one ask of the LA Tech community, we have thousands of people listening, so it could be of anything. What would your ask be? Something to support you in your in your success.
0: To support me, um, yeah, it would be amazing if you guys reached out if your business is um in the e-commerce uh space or something like related, um, and you run customer service. I mean, we would definitely, definitely love if you reached out to us. Um, I'd love to meet you.
1: Amazing! And how can people connect with you?
0: Yeah, I think the best would be you can either send me an email at tom at sage dot io, or you can uh, one of the channels that I mentioned before, like Twitter is fine, like tlev ninety, or uh, you could you can reach out directly on Facebook. Awesome. Um, any of those work.
1: And so it's SageTalk.io. Yes. You guys be sure to check out sage talk. Tom, thanks so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech community on the podcast. If you guys want to connect with more collaborative people in the LA Tech space, be sure to go to Tech.com slash VIP. That's com slash VIP. It's a private Slack group and everybody is there to support one another and work together. It's about over 800 people and it's awesome and I I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, see you guys all the things in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. We Are LA Tech is independently funded by the community. We couldn't make this happen without your support. If you too want to contribute to We Are LA Tech and see us making the podcast, building the mobile apps, creating the events year after year, consider contributing at patreon.com. That's P A T. -T 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 R-E-O-N dot com slash we are L.A. tech. Thank you. We appreciate you.